Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Kedushin Ayin Dalid, Kedushin 74a, pagination is 147. We're starting from the Mishnah towards the bottom of the page. Until this point, we've encountered a number of different approaches regarding Yuchsin of situations of stigma. We had, for example, in the first Mishnah of the Perak, Samech Tes Amad Aleph 69a, where the Mishnah told us over there, Geri v'charuri mamzeri unesini shtuki v'asufi, all kinds of different stigmas, kula mutarum lavo they're all allowed to marry within each other's groups. So that, for example, Ashtuki va'asufi, which are cases of Suffolk mamzer, we're not sure if the child is a mamzer. Examples of Suffolk mamzer include a child that was found discarded without any indication that the parents had a sense of caring. If there were any indicators that the parents cared, uh, they positioned the child in a way that the child should not be attacked by animals. If they took that precaution, then we would already see that there was a, a certain caring if the child has other indicators described in Evan Ezer Simon Dalid. Se'if Lamid Aleph. If the child was circumcised or the child was with an indication that, it re- that the child received medical care, uh, smeared with oil in their time, different things that would indicate that someone cared, so then you wouldn't have this Suffolk Mamzer concern. But if none of these indicators are there, it's a suffix. Such a child, according to the original Mishnah of our Perek, was allowed to marry with a different suffix child, even though really one of them could be is a mamzer and one of them is not a mamzer. Rashi explains, based on the Gemara, Bekal Vadaihu Yavo, Bekal Suffolk Yavo that the only restriction is to marry into somebody who has regular, legitimate, definitive lineage. But somebody who is unsure, that was not the restriction according to that original Mishnah. Our Mishnah continues and says, Anybody who's forbidden to marry into the regular legitimate families of the Jewish people, regular lineage. So if they're forbidden to marry into that, they're allowed to marry with one another, which is similar to the original Mishnah, to the point that the Gemara wonders, what is it that we're adding? Rabbi Yehuda Oser and Rabbi Yehuda forbade something that has relevance to this ruling. On Amid Beis, the Gemara explains, Amar Rava, about 12 lines from the bottom, Ger Amoni Umo Avi, 
Ikabenayu, the discussion is regarding a ger, a male convert from Ammon and Moab. You'll remember that a woman convert from Ammon and Moab, like the story of Rus, is permitted to marry into the Jewish people. But a convert from Ammon and Moab, not only is such a person a convert, so they have a certain amount of liberty as to who they can marry. A convert can marry either someone with a stigma or someone of regular lineage. But a ger amoni umoavi is unique because they're not allowed to marry people of regular lineage and therefore there's a certain additional liberty that we'll see in a second. Vachi komar kolu asurim lava bekol umayniu ger amoni umoavi all cases that are forbidden to marry into the Jewish people and we're coming to include the case of ger amon and moav mutarim lavo zebozeh they're allowed to marry one another. Anybody with a stigma can marry anyone else with also having a stigma. And we continue and say, Hachi Komar, and this is what the Mishnah means, Afa Even though Rabbi Yehuda had the ruling that a convert is not allowed to marry a mamzeres, which is not our approach. But that was Rabbi Yehuda's approach. But he only stood his ground by a convert and said he has to marry a legitimate Jew because it was a regular convert. But a ger of Ammon and Moab that can't marry a legitimate Jew in lineage, can't do that low is going to be permitted in a mamzeris. So again, the first part of the Mishnah is yet another insight into the many considerations and views of when there is a stigma, who's allowed to marry who. The end of the Mishnah, though, is the way we paskin. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer Rabbi Eliezer says, Vadai bivada'on Mutter. If you have someone in a category that's definitively in that category, like a Vadai Mamzer, definitively born from an illicit relationship of a high level of prohibition, so then they can marry somebody who is born of a similar status. However, Rabbi Eliezer says, Vado'on bisfeikon. If you have someone who's for sure a mamzer, and you have someone who you're not sure if they are, or sveikon bevadoon, likewise, the reverse, a suffix with a vadai, who sveikon besveikon, and doubtful with doubtful, because we're never sure how each one would fall out in truth. What's their origin for real? We don't know. Osur, Rabbi Eliezer says, they're going to be forbidden. And these are classic doubtful cases. These cases where we found a child discarded, no indications of love, and we're very confused what the lineage would be, and we're worried that it's an illegitimate child, an illegitimate child that was being discarded because of the disgrace on the family or whatever their considerations were. So they're certainly acting wrong. It's a child. You know, I'll have to leave the child out 
in danger, but when someone would act in that extreme way, they were worried that it was an indication that there were problems. The Rambam, in fact, writes in Isurei Bia Tesvav Lamed Gimel, Dover Barur, it is clear, Shashtuki Osur Lisa Shtukis, that one questionably illegitimate person is not allowed to marry a different questionably illegitimate person because we're not sure what really happened. But if someone was a definitive illegitimate, then they would be able to marry someone of similar status. Interestingly, the result is that if a person was definitively a mamzer, they would be more clear as to who they could marry, as opposed to somebody who's in this doubtful situation. Certainly, we do whatever we can to avoid all of this uh, doubtful situations, and certainly Mamzerus, um, hundreds of Shilas, for example, went to Reb Moshe Feinstein, and on the vast majority, he was able to be matir and say that the child indeed was not stigmatized, but in the case that our Mishnah is considering, we need to recognize as described in Shulchan Aruch Dalid Chaf Dalid Mamzer no se Mamzeres a Mamzer can only marry a Mamzeres Kisheshnehem Vadoim if they're both definitive. And in essence Rabbi Eliezer is arguing on what was considered status quo of the Mishnayis until now, where the first Mishnah was presenting that all of these questionable cases were able to marry one another. Rabbi Eliezer says that's not true. Only definitive can marry when there's a definitive situation. Otherwise, the person who can fit across the board, would be the case of Ger, the case of a convert. Yeshe thank you for joining.